Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 14, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who this week it was revealed is at the centre of the New York Police Department bribery scandal. He's an escort. It's Adam Rosenbachs. I prefer uh, if you would call me a hooker. Okay. Uh, just call it what it is, Michael. Yep. I'm just... Uh, you know what? I was actually... Uh, I became a prostitute to help out North Melbourne. I wanted to help them pay their fines off. And oh. I thought if I can give out a few couple of wristies... On a plane? Yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever it takes yep. to get North Melbourne, to get Brad Scott's and North Melbourne's fines paid off, $80,000 worth. Yep. And I'm cheap too. Uh-huh. Like I'm like two bucks a crack. Yep. So it's gonna, I'm going to be... Like I'm going to get RSI yeah, yeah, by the so. time North Melbourne's fines paid off. But I think it's going to be worth it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, of course, we're talking about Gabby Greco, our long friend, artist and DJ. Artist slash DJ. Yeah. And I, I am shocked... And a dark period of a time, she said that she uh, she had to support herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, no other way to pay the rent. No. And so she uh, she got on board a flight with a couple of cops and yep. um, look did what did what comes naturally. Yeah, for cash. For cash. <laughs> yeah. Now Jeffrey, he said he had no idea that she was uh, she was engaged in this kind of activity. How would he know? How would he know that a woman sixty years his junior uh-huh. and who is only living <laughs> with him for the cash? Yep. Is in any way going to be a prostitute? What a bizarre, How is he to know? What a bizarre world. What a bizarre world you live in when you have that, something like that happening in your mm. life. You know what? He, he said, I'm reading it, looking at the article now, I have less respect for, for her. Oh. She certainly lied to me and never told me any of that. But when do you bring that up? When do you bring that when you, when you, you lay your head down on the, on the saggy chest of, the, <laughs> of this man who... You know, let's face it, he's had a colourful past. Well, I think, you know, when you're, um, you're taking off his bedazzled suit for ah, the yes. first time, you're yes. about to see the, uh, yep. the flaccid, the flaccid uh, uh, penis of Jeffrey yep. Edelston and you go, oh, you know what, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you about this one time on a flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like flying, Jeffrey? Oh, I don't mind it. Well, I love it. Oh, this reminds me of that time I gave horror <laughs> sex to cops. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were here on a plane. Oh, that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, on a plane. I, I, I have more respect for Gabby Greco that yeah. she's come out and done her. Good on her. If, if it's a tough time, you know, you need to do what you, do what you need to do. But also, I, it's ended very badly for them, hasn't it? I think they were married for a very short time. Four months. Four months. And then he, I think he says that if she called now, he wouldn't answer the call. If she ever called, I would hang up on her straight away. Oh. I have no reason to talk to her. Wouldn't you just ignore it? Let it go to the voicemail? Doesn't because oh. I mean I mean a mobile phone doesn't really have the same you know the same you know when you slam a slam phone a phone down, down yeah, yeah in the old days. noise yeah. yeah now it's just like beep <laughs> and so, you think and if it picked up and then hung up you think oh it just got disconnected well yeah yeah it'd be strange kind of Gabby Greco comes up artist slash DJ on your yeah. phone and then you, and then you answer it <laughs> hello and then click yeah off. yeah it doesn't have the same impact does nah, it she wouldn't know she'd call back I hope she's okay I hope she's going alright well I hope that doesn't. Um, Heard her chances to get invited back to the Brownlow. Yeah, true. I mean, 
It was always a sight. Yeah, exactly. And mm. if you like, how good is the Brownlow after party going to be now that you know <laughs> what Gabby's up to? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm watching the Brown. I'm not watching the Brown. You know how they have the the red carpet, mm-hmm. and then they have the awards. Why yeah. don't we have a post and up late Brownlow up late? Oh, of course, we should have that. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously we saw what Fev got up to that year. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen that vision, but it, it got played a little bit on uh, on the footy show. Pressure points, pressure points. That's the one. Mm. If we had Brownlow up late, yep. I think that would be the greatest show. Mike Golden hosting it, do you reckon? Couldn't hurt. Yeah. What about him and him and um, Craig Willis? Him and Hot Dogs. No, it's no, getting, no it's Hot Dogs, big... yeah. Hot Dogs doesn't have the connection to the great game. No, exactly. Yeah, Mike Goldman and Craig Willis. Yeah. yeah I think that'd be fantastic. Hosting up late. Yeah. In a yeah, spa. Yeah. And, they, you know, they, they can smoke on air and you can drink and stuff like that. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Bring back old school TV. You know, you just see, you know, Bob Skilton just passion on with, <laughs> with, with wags. Yeah, yeah. How good would that be? <laughs> yeah, they're all lick it up. It's going to be great. Yep. Yep. Cameras and the uh, crown. Yeah, I'll show you how much I appreciate your three Brownlow medals, yep. Bobby. Yep, yep. We get Gabby in there. Yep. Hey, Adam, let's have a quick look at the ladder. Who's on top? Hawthorne! Yeah, but that's only because it's the bye week, mate. Shut Sydney up. will be back on top at the Shut end of next up. round. So. Top of the ladder, mate. Top of the ladder. Well, people wrote you off, Michael. They did. And, you... and with good, with good, good, good reason too, I think. Shut that, up. No, that GWS game, that was a schmozzle. What'd you lose by? Twelve goals or something? Something like that. Yeah. But now I think we're eleven and four. Eleven and four, which I would think would be better place than where we have been for quite a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Are you too well placed? Are you worried about that? Like, you, would you prefer to be written off? Is that how? Is that how you guys roll? No, no. I think uh, we'll see what happens in September. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I still reckon it's probably Sydney, Sydney and Geelong at this stage. Yeah. Well, Geelong they lost to uh, they lost yeah, to the yeah. Saints but last still got night. A lot of games in the bank. You know, they're still they're still flying high. Well, they couldn't even get Danger and Motlop on the ground. Yeah, wasn't there something about how... Well, they were off for about a three-minute period towards the end of the game and yeah. no one would rotate off with them. Yeah, I think it was a danger saying that the person who was meant to, he was meant to replace was on the other side of the ground, couldn't get yeah. back over. How could they not get back over? Can't you just, like, run over? Yeah, but if you're in the action, if you're in the play, oh. you can't just run off the field, can you? Well, you can because you, that means you just can't come back on. So oh, they should true. have just done that. Gone yeah. off, danger runs on. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. He, just, he just can't come back on. Big deal. Just danger. Offside, yeah. You hey. want danger back in the, on the ground. Great win by the Saints, though. Fantastic win. Yeah, they got out early and uh, they, they, they headed the charge, Michael. Mm-hmm. So where do you put the Saints? Are they, are they top, top four material now, do you believe? Uh, I mean, they've knocked off Carlton and Geelong in two weeks. Top four maybe in three years. Three years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will Nick Rewalt be there? Uh, in three years, no. Oh, you're writing him off. Yeah, well, he's been around for a long time. That's not the point, Michael. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's got one. He signed for one more, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. He's coming yeah. back for another year. He's got another bub coming along. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Catherine and Nick, you have a little bub. Yep. Oh, that's beautiful. Sweet. Um, but uh, yeah. I was watching a little bit of today's game, the uh, Hawthorne Gold Coast game. Pretty boring uh, weekend of footy, hey? It wasn't great. Mm. It wasn't great. Can I... How much effort must it take Rodney E to be that angry all the time? Like every clanger, he's like yeah. ropeable. They yeah. cut to him in the box straight away. There was more Rodney E than you saw of the game. Yeah, yeah. How much, just every time, just fucking God, you fucking just. And also, how that, is he not dead? And has, he's been coaching for that long, and yeah. yet, still, it's not cool. <laughs> like, he, he knows that they're going to make mistakes, yeah. they're going to have problems. Yeah. But still, like, everything is 100%, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. insane. 
Hey, uh, I went to the Gold Coast this week, Adam. Oh, yeah? Went and did some stand-up there. Oh, some comedy. Bit of the old chuckles, mate. Oh, yeah. And um, How'd you go? How were the the, peop- the 12 people in your shows? Were they... Standing ovation's good, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But I went down to the Were there a lot of junk time fans up there? Uh, no, I don't think I uh, didn't bump into any junk time. Okay. I went down to the Harder Surface Paradise for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, on uh, one, Cable of, one of the days. Yeah, went down to Cable. Did you get on the tram? Caught the tram. Oh, look out. Caught the G-line down to, uh, down to Surface Paradise. Interesting place. Yeah, Very like. interesting place. Yeah. Um, could a young fella playing in his first football team get up to a bit of trouble up there, a bit of strife? I reckon you could, but also I, I reckon you'd prefer to – if you have the choice of going to Western Sydney or Gold Coast, yep. even if you aren't, um, irrespective of how good the teams are, I think you'd have more fun in Sydney than you would at the Gold Coast. Well, because Western Sydney's only like 40 minutes from Sydney, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I mean you could, you could live in you know, the heart of Sydney. Or Belmont. Yeah. A lot of, as we've seen from uh, some of our, our, our listeners, uh, have bre- said that uh, they've seen Shane Muffet. That's true, yeah, Breakfast Point, head around yeah. there. But um, – yeah, the Gold Coast. They've got um, King Tut's Putt Putt. Mini Did you golf. go there? No, no, I just, just drove past that. Mini golf. Um, I didn't know um, Tutankhamen was into mini golf. Well, that's the thing. What better way to pay tribute <laughs> to, um, <laughs> to a pharaoh? A great Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah. Than, uh, and also, I, I wonder. Is that what's in the... Is that what's in the... Um, in the pyramids? Yeah. Yeah, there's a mini golf range. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little windmill floating around. Um, yeah, they found that. They found that very, uh, not long ago. Yeah. But... Uh, I think of all the things you could possibly come up with, yeah. of all the themes, like how do they settle upon Tutankhamen? Tutankhamen? Like of everything they could have gone with. Like they, well, because it rhymes with putt. Well, yeah, it does, yeah. Like yeah. what are they going to have, like Carlton's Jason Tut? No one wants to go to that. No. The no. Jason Tut putt putt. It's, it I'm had, not going there. It had a little bit of the uh, Brett Heady family fun park about it. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just kind of like, what, what, what is What, awesome? Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't go in there. I didn't. I, Obviously. I mean, it'd be packed. It'd be chocolate. <laughs> you you can put your name on the waiting yeah, list. Everyone, yeah, everyone. I mean, you've got to become a member. I mean, yeah. it's, it's tougher than Augusta <laughs> to get in there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was – I drove past Metricon. Oh, twice. did you? Yeah, twice. It was dark, so I didn't get to see it yep. properly. Is it a nice-looking stadium yeah, from the outside? Right. Yeah, yeah. Fresh, talking, neat. Talking to a lady, she said that she likes to go down there, and uh, particularly in these uh, shorter winter days when mm-hmm. the, the sun kind of sets. She said it's very, very pleasant. Oh, that's nice. Mm. How was the weather? Uh, one day it rained for about 12 hours yep. and uh, that seemed to freak the people of the Gold Coast out uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. quite substantially. Uh, whenever I mentioned it was from Melbourne, people would immediately mention the weather uh-huh. and how it's cold here. Yep. One guy even, uh, I was flying out, he said to me, oh, where are you flying to? And I said, I'm Melbourne. He went, <laughs> the weather. <laughs> just said the weather. Everyone's fascinated by the weather. Yeah, whenever I go like an Uber or anything like that, oh, yep. though they're illegal, so I shouldn't say that. No, they're don't. Le- they're illegal. <laughs> don't admit to that. They're illegal on the Gold Coast. Yeah, they're illegal everywhere. No, I think they're legal down here. No, they're not legal in Melbourne yet. No, I'm pretty certain they are. No, they're not, mate. They're oh, not. Okay, okay. They're, they're bloody think, not, mate. You're, I, I you're caught, renegade. When I caught a cab. Yep. <laughs> caught a cab with a registered licensed driver. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. Whenever I started from Melbourne, they they instantly went to the weather. That was the default. Yep. Yeah. But it wasn't particularly warm. Um, and I learnt that they're building uh, uh, the next to Griffith University. They're building the uh, where the athletes are going to live for the Commonwealth Games. Oh, right. Which they will then turn into student accommodation. Excellent. Mm. That is fantastic. But Metricon's going to be the stadium. Really? Yeah. They're going to put a running track in there. That must be. Yeah. So when are the when are the Com- I mean, you know, we're both big fans of Commonwealth Games, as all the junk timers would be. Absolutely. What month of the year? Just let's have a quick look. Well, it'll be 2018. Yeah. So I think you'd have to. I think the Melbourne games were in February, weren't they? The Commonwealth games. Well, that sounds bloody. That sounds bloody hot. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't have it in the middle of winter, surely. No, also, no. I would have thought like April, but you can't. You don't want it. You don't want the Gold Coast Suns to suffer. No, I can't imagine that they're going to. Um, 
Well, where, where were Fourth to the fifteenth of April, two thousand eighteen. That's that's like that's two rounds of footy. Yeah, that would be very early, on, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, I'm not happy with that. And then you've got to do the stadium after that. You've got to yeah unpack it essentially. And well, let's just. I mean, you know, the Commonwealth Games are the biggest games in the world. Yes. So you can understand that they would maybe have a couple of weeks off, but that, that just. I don't know if I if I'm a uh, if I'm a Suns member of which there are what two three hundred thousand yeah I reckon yeah they're going to be pretty disappointed mm. that they've got to give up their home ground to the fucking Commonwealth Games. I say we ban it. I so say see, uh, Gold Coast is widely acknowledged as one of the best sports training locations in the world. Really? Yeah, probably is. Do you reckon? I think the year-round weather would be beneficial for people. Yeah, but don't why don't everyone go up there for you know everyone goes to Arizona or Dubai. Does anyone go to Arizona anymore for the, the altitude training? I think they, um, because of the new financing, you know, you've got to pay the tax. Oh, so, so no one clubs, goes there. Clubs won't go overseas as much because they have to pay, you know, extra to do that. Did any team that won the flag ever do altitude training? Um, Maybe Collingwood in 2010. They were big. Yeah. They were big for the old uh, altitude. They love Mickey Malthouse, love going on the walks. Yeah, Hawthorne went to uh, South Africa. In altitude? Yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah, South Africa has a... I, I, I was actually... Where I've been stationed in South Africa before was at kind of the base of where it picks up. Right. So there was a big tablet, rock mountain yep. face in front of us. A tablet? Yeah, it was quite picturesque. Okay. And then that, that would go all the way to Joburg, someone was telling me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so it does does pay off. So teams need to get back into it. Because like, remember Port Adelaide went to Dubai a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, you brought that up. Yeah, that was a, that was a bit weird. Oh, lovely shopping. Well, yeah, absolutely lovely shopping, but why were they training them in the heat? I mean, there's pretty good heat in Australia. In Adelaide, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I imagine maybe because they wanted to go and have dinner at that underwater restaurant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, fair enough. That helps the team bond. Yeah, yeah. It's worked out a treat for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, football. <laughs> Enough Commonwealth Games. I mean, yeah. you can listen to us talk about the Commonwealth Games on my other podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when we take you through uh, every every Commonwealth Games yeah. event. Uh, uh, the, the podcast we've called Going for Bronze. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, so, so that'll be starting up uh, the 4th of April, 2018. So listen out for that. Yeah, keep, <laughs> do yourself a favour. <laughs> hey, um, Fines. Fines, Brad Scott. Oh. He got done with uh, 30 grand. 30 grand. North Melbourne cop 50 grand. Yeah, that was for the fights, wasn't it? For the... Fights? No. Really? No, that was for what they said. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was for the, um, the punching on and stuff. No, no, know? no. That's because of what Brad Scott came out and said. Oh, so they got... They got stung as well. Yeah. Huh. The whole team. Because, you know, because it was Jeff Walsh yeah. that told him. So Jeff Walsh is their footy manager, is that yeah. what you call him? Yeah. And he said to Brad Scott, oh, yeah, yeah, they said this about, I got uh, a about for Lindsay you. Thomas. Yeah. 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 And then he went with it and then he went, ah, oh, that's not fucking true. Yeah, yeah. There was a quote from Brad Scott where he said something along the lines of, uh, some like p- portion of the blame is for me. Like he, he kind of, he didn't accept the whole 100%. Well, nor should he have. But at the same time, he's the one who said it. No, but he got lied to. But he... If you've been, if I told you something and you went out and said it, then obviously it's not entirely your fault. It's a pretty dicey thing, though, to walk into a press conference and say, "Hey, the umpires are biased." So you do think you should take an element of caution to that? No, I, I, I think you should have gone harder. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think like if he had a set fire to an effigy of an umpire, uh-huh, uh-huh. like a, an umpire pinata, yep. that just uh, smashed what would come out like uh, turds. Why don't they sell umpire pinatas? Oh, how good would that? Yeah. 
That'd be a great little business venture. We should do that. Loves, trademark, trademark junk time. Yeah, and you love to, everyone loves to whack an umpire, so that'd be great. How good would that be? Yeah, put them in these like orange outfits and just smash the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the game. Get like personalised ones, like Razor Ray, Razor Ray. Or, like, you know, uh, Peter Cameron back in the uh, 80s and yep. stuff, you know. You oh, get who wouldn't want to? Oh, Darren Goldspink, he needs a fucking pinata made of him. Scott McLaren. For that uh, 2001 prelim. Scott McLaren. Scott McLaren, yeah. Yeah, give it to just set out front of Hurdy's place. Out the front of Hurdy's. And just wait, just wait. How good would that fucking umpire pinata? I would love that. Yeah. Why don't we do, you know what we don't do enough of in Australia is burn effigies. Mm-hmm. I used to work at an effigy factory. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, till it burnt down. Come on! No, that's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> and that's the stuff you took to the Gold Coast, did you? <laughs> so $80,000 fine. That is fucking brutal, yeah. isn't it? Just for someone getting something wrong. How would Jeff Walsh feel at work oh, on yeah, Monday? dude. Now, do you think Brad Scott pays that fine? The 30? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I know Jeff Walsh said that he wanted to pay some of it. Oh, not all of it, though, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be saying that to him. I go, nah, that's fucking all yours, buddy. <laughs> There's half your wages, you dickhead. That's a lot. Like, I don't imagine. Like, Brad Scott would be on a fair wage. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think Jeff Walsh should be on a huge wage, would he? No, no. So, we've got 30 grand. So, if Brad Scott would be on what? 600, do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Let's yeah. go. Let's so go with what's that? that. So, that's a bit over roughly 10 grand a week. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, three weeks' work, I suppose. It's not yeah. too bad. Yeah. But the, the North fans, they, they got a crowdfunding... Uh, yeah, some dude did a Kickstarter, didn't they? Yeah. Well, uh, go fund me. I'm up the page now. They're oh, up okay. to... Um, and the North fans, they obviously love their club. Yeah, what's, how's, how's, the, how's the tracking? So they're at uh, $50,000, which is what they're trying to get. Yeah, yeah. They've got uh, 5000 Okay. One hundred and one dollars <laughs> Okay. Who gave a dollar? Yep. <laughs> Which one of you North Melbourne fans went, ah, oh, fuck, I love my club, but uh, not that much. How I'm many people have contributed? 193 people. Okay, that's not bad. That's not too bad. So they're at 10%, and that's in five days. But yep. that's not going to go up. No, I think the moment's passed. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got, they got 5,000, so they give that to... Who would they give? How would you do it? Or would you say, because you have to give it to someone, don't you? Yeah, I suppose so. Do you have to take it into the club? Yeah. Uh, do you think Brad's got paid in, like, Five cent coins. You he should like Every now and then on YouTube, you'll see like someone paying a parking fine. Yeah. And they're like being just really annoying because they're going up to the fucking poor council person who's yeah, on the, who's not even their fault. Yeah, yeah, the front desk. And they go, oh, here's my statement. And they just pour <laughs> the coins on it and go, oh, dude, I've got to clean that up now. Yeah. Oh. He, he should have paid with a novelty check. Oh. You know, with a photo with Gil McLaughlin. <laughs> Just this big one, $50,000, and it just says, like, fuck you on it or something. And then what does the AFL do with that money? It goes into their bank account and... Oh, don't you reckon that'd go to the umpire's Mad Monday? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Let them party Christmas up. 80 party. Grand, imagine an 80 grand party for yeah, the umpires. Pretty massive. How good would that be? Yeah, but they'd all be, like, one or two pot screamers, I reckon. Really? You, you're calling them soft? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon they're all fitness, you know, they're all running around. They're all lean. They're very, very they lean. They are very lean, yeah. They they would, uh, that's a very good point. Low body fat. There was an umpire. Fuck, wouldn't that be a wild party, though? They're talking about, remember that time you didn't pay Lindsay Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they'd all be there going, we do actually hate Lindsay Thomas. It'd be great to be a fly on the ball. There was an umpire who uh, retired during the week. Oh, it's sad, isn't it, when yeah. umpires go? Boundary umpire. Mm. Done 404 games. And he came off the field. He was very emotional. Very sad. Yeah, he was hugging the kids and he was hugging the partner. Do you think it's a bit much? Do we need to see umpires walking off the field? Like, does anyone give a flying fuck? Oh, it's really interesting. I don't even know what the AFL spot that put this up. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because we can mock them. Yeah. Um, boundary umpire Darren Wilson. Retires, Not Willow. Retires, we haven't lost Willow, have yeah. we? Yeah, Willow. Fuck. Uh, after 404 commendable uh, games. Just commendable? Yeah, commendable. Not even good. Just commendable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You threw the ball in, I guess, I suppose. Well done. Yeah, I mean, and what? I wonder why he re- retired. Mid-season. 
Yeah. Why would you retire mid-season? What are you playing at, Wilson? Yeah. What are you, what are you, what are you up to? On? What are you doing now? Why do you pull that now, halfway through? Like, has he done grand finals? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't got the four details. Although, Michael, if you are a boundary umpire and you know that your throw-ins are just you're losing a meter, your edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're losing it. You're like, you go, those Ruckman ran him way too far then. I've got to pull the pin. And people will be like, oh, no, you can get to the NSC. He goes, no, you yeah. know what, for the good of the game. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be nursed through. No, yeah. no, no, no. There's no there's no sentimentality in umpiring. I've always said that. Gee, they're really excited. Like the kids are hugging him and then he's, he's partners there. But they get their dad back. Giving him a massive hug. Like they're still hugging. So it's about still hugging, another kiss on the cheek. Another hug, you know what he should have you know done? Hugging. Was he should have thrown the... Uh... Does she know he's a boundary umpire? Like... <laughs> <laughs> she should have thrown the... Uh, he should have thrown the kid back over his head. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? And as a, as a real nice uh, uh, show of appreciation, the crowd uh, dumped little cups of piss on the kid's heads. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Charming. Just go, oh, we love you. We love the children. Gee, he's really kind of... He's young. milking it? He's really sad. Who is anyone clapping him? Uh, one umpire clapped. I uh-huh. can't really see the crowd. I don't think they... I don't think the... Would have been announced to the actual crowd. I'd hope not. It'd be on the TV coverage. I think Bruce is talking over the top of this. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a there's a guy clapping. He clapped a very little bit. Another hug. Shouldn't he have been chaired off by the other umpires? If it was a proper retirement, does he get a lap of honour? A great final day. Yeah, and he gets to. You know what they should do is do the lap of honour. He should not a lap, but because he, he's always running laps, they should do it straight down the corridor. <laughs> Although he does that anyway when he brings the when he's running the ball back. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's one of his jobs. There. Yeah. See what a, what an interesting job. How much do you reckon you get paid for that boundary umpiring? Oh, 800 bucks a game. Have you ever done it yourself? Boundary umpire? Yeah. I have. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's hard so to keep hard. up. I did it for an under-19s VFL, VFA game. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really hard. Bit of speed. Oh, dude, it's impossible. Like, you think, oh, yeah, I can do this easy. Mate, when they kick it out from full back, yeah, you gotta it goes 50 metres. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going 50 metres in that time. I know. you got to go a million miles. I remember yeah. doing it once, and I was so dead. And then the um, yeah, opposition, opposition coach, like, you going, mate, you should be down by the point post. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I can't breathe. Hey, you should fuck off. Oh, because I think I just played. And then yeah. I was like, I'm yeah, I'd, I'd played as well. Oh, dude. I was the only umpire to just get involved in a melee. Awful, awful, awful. Hey, uh, Eddie, massive news this week. I didn't know. What happened? Yep. He, uh, he made some statements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, uh, he eventually did meet up with Caro during the week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they had a sit-down lunch. How do you reckon that would have gone? It'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if you've been living under a rock, or perhaps if you're, uh, our international audience may not be aware yeah. of what happened. So, Carol, uh, Eddie Maguire... Jokingly, said that he would drown Carolyn Wilson, hmm. and it got taken the wrong way. Yeah, and it uh, you know what it took you know what it took all the fun out of MND. Yeah, along with James Brayshaw and uh, and Danny, Danny Frawley. Frawley. Um, so it was kind of brought to the attention of the public by the Outer Sanctum pod- podcast. Yes, which is a great listen. Get onto the Outer Sanctum, um, and. Can I just say, though, everyone's talking up that the Outer Sanctum, because they, they were the first one, because it happened on uh, Queen's birthday Monday yeah. and kind of got no traction for a week, mm. and it wasn't until they talked about it on the Outer Sanctum. Now, it's, it's all well and good. It's, like you said, it's a great podcast. It's worth a listen. But have we not broken many a story <laughs> on this podcast and we've never gotten the recognition we deserve? Yeah, sure. Like, uh, th- who else but us broke to you the news that Travis Cloak's car got broken into? That's a good point. How was that in the front page of the age? Yeah, and that was like four or oh, that would have been a good half a year after yeah. it happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we broke that. And I'm sure we've brought that person to justice too. Oh, there is no doubt about that. Yeah, someone th- with the shoes. And and, and togetherness, we, we took Trav to the show. Yeah. 
to help him feel better. How is that not? We're like, make, make a wish, but for footballers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> make a Trav wish. Matani. We've brought that to the attention Absolutely. of the world. No one was talking Matani nah. until we brought it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. And then we were inundated by listeners. Uh, we even had a, an email from a listener, an email or a tweet, I'm not sure, but it was, uh, we had footballers in real life. Yep. We had Matani in real life. It was a See? Matani van. Must have been in South Australia. Wow, a Matani van. We've even got a listener in America who ordered Matani yeah. over the internet. But then he, he put it on his chicken. He's made a rookie mistake with his chicken Don't salt. Don't you put chicken salt on chicken? No, no, no. You put it on your chips. Oh, okay. So your chips taste like chicken. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You fucking yeah. moron. <laughs> but yes, but I mean spreading the word of Matani. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we have broken many, many stories on this show yeah. and none of them get have been recognised. I just think it's disappointing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, Eddie got himself into a little bit of trouble. And look, I thought all three of his apologies were great. Uh, it, 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 he never quite got it right until the final one, did he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing nowadays with the apology of I'm – if you took it that way, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah just just apologise. Yeah. Just say blanket, blanket ban. Like, blanket. But, yeah, the whole thing, if anyone was offended, it's yep. like, oh, no, mate, just, just fucking do it. Just do it. Anyway, um, Do you reckon there are any outtakes of the final one he did on the Collingwood website? You know where he was... Uh, I did a little video, didn't Yeah, he? did a vid. Yeah. Do you reckon there are outtakes of him going, sorry, sorry. Oh, oh yeah, oh, for fuck. sure. And I'm sure there's like eight board members too to the right just pushing him onto the camera too. Yeah. Like, he would have been very reluctant to do it. Yeah. <laughs> At gunpoint. And then he pulled out on Thursday night. Couldn't do Thursday couldn't night. Couldn't do... Couldn't do... I mean, that, that's big. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the pie night? I was I, obviously I wasn't near a TV, but did you watch the the pie night? What was the pie night? Thursday night pie night. On Fox I, no, I, I I missed that. Pie contest. Oh, someone uh, someone alerted to the, us to that on our yeah. uh, on our Twitter feed. Yeah, so I saw a clip of it, and it was uh, essentially uh, like a boat race, but for pies. Yeah. So it starts at one end, and mm. you know, when you finish that pie, you can keep going, keep going, keep going. And who chief, says that Fox Footy doesn't entertain? I know. Pie, it, even, having said that, I'm about to go to America, and I'm booked in uh, on my diary July 4 hot dog eating contest. Are you going in it, or are you no, going to no, watch no, it? No, go watch it. No, you, to win it, you got to have like 70, 70 hot dogs. Yeah, well, give a crack. Joey Chestnut, mate. I know you love Joey Chestnut. Seven years in a row, lost yep. it last year to Matt Megatide. <laughs> now he's back. He's back yep. for the title. Chestnut's going to win. Anyway. Pie eating competition. No, no, hot dog. <laughs> yeah, no, let's go back to hot dogs. Yeah. So they did that, Fox Footy. I think they're doing it for the next few nights as well, the Thursday nights. Oh. Yeah. Have we got a few Thursday night games coming up, haven't we? We've got four in a row, I believe. I, I don't mind the Thursday night football. I really like Thursday night football as long as I don't have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's on Monday, I don't want to go to a Monday game. I don't want to go to a oh. Thursday game. But I'm happy to watch it on on TV. Carlton got stuck with Monday night footy for a couple of yeah. couple of years and it was horrific. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Because you got to wait the whole week and you can't. It's just it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Horrible, yeah. Michael. So like it jumped, works in the States. I get it. But they've, they've, jumped, they've jumped off Monday, haven't they? But yeah, now no, they're trying Thursday. to focus on the Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And, they, and they put them into state too. So obviously, you know, yeah. at the at the Adelaide Oval, you're going to get. The fifty grand, oh, 50,000 there. So, what are you saying that uh, interstate people are desperate for entertainment? Is no, that I mean, what I'm hearing? More likely to sell out the venue because they're they're already going to sell out, aren't they? Yeah, you know, like I guess Perth, so. Perth team are going to going to fill that out. It was a bit unfair on North Melbourne, wasn't it? They had a six day break. They they're eighty grand in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> and then you send them to play on a Thursday night. That's not fair. No, you gotta you gotta yeah, you want to back those. it up. I mean, they're out they're out of the top four. I mean, we said that they were the greatest team that's ever. Lived when they were ten and zip, yeah, and now it's just fallen. No, nine, nine and zip, and yeah. now it's fallen apart. They've crawled out at the top four. I think they're fifth now. Yeah, who's highest? Who's top? I can't remember. No, can you remember? Gold Coast? Not quite. Okay, not quite. Let's move on. Yeah, but uh, but off the back of the Eddie Maguire thing, uh, Richmond. <laughs> Banned Triple M. They banned Triple M. Yeah. No conversation. So that was a, that was a network on, uh, on which it was said, the radio network on which Eddie and the boys made their comments, and Richmond said we are refusing to allow them into the into the rooms. 
uh, post game. Yep, and 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 you want to know they would have had a story to tell after that game. Against oh, the against Lions. Brisbane, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Brisbane kicked four straight to half time. You yeah. want to know how you kept them to that? Absolutely, it was forty two point win to the Tigers in the end. Yeah, and I mean, I I didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of had an eye, and it was on. Yep, and uh, whenever I looked up, it was um, it was almost like watching the Little League. The was it skill, one of the greatest the, games you've ever seen? The skills seen? were fucking shocking. Yeah. Uh, the only highlight was uh, Fitzroy's jumper. You enjoyed it? Yeah, they got to wear the old Bit Fitzroy jumper. They yeah. do that when they play in Melbourne, don't they, at the MCG? I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. But it's weird to see Brisbane play at the MCG. We were talking about this the other day. It's yeah. weird to see Brisbane play at the MCG. They just don't do it much, do they? Well, I mean, it used to only be for grand finals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, no, we, we don't want them back there. Richmond also said that they're, um, they're banning finals. Oh, okay. As a show of uh, the, the, of uh, how unhappy they were with Triple M. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're not going to play finals. They refuse to do it. Yep. So was it the case where, you know, when um, the players banned Channel 7 a few years ago? Yes. Yeah. So, and then they'd have the press conferences and the Channel 7 guy would ask the question and then they'd say, sorry, not talking to Channel 7. And so then just the Channel 10 guy would ask the same question. Yeah. So was that the case of Richmond? Was the Triple M guy still there or did they not bother showing up at all? Oh, no, I don't think they allowed them into the rooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. So un, no access. So so if you're a Richmond uh, fan mm. and you were listening to Triple M, you wouldn't have even known your team played. No way. Because they they blacked out the Triple M box, mm-hmm. so BT couldn't see the field. Okay, that's how far they went. It was yep. pretty. It was pretty full on. BT's not on Triple M anymore. Yes, he is. No. How dare you, mate? I heard him this afternoon calling the Hawthorne Gold Coast game. He's on Three W, isn't he? No, he's Triple M, mate. Really? Check it out, Michael. I think. Uh, did he go back to Triple M? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mate, I know we're... I know. I heard uh, selling candy in stereo, my friend. He's not on the AM dial. Ah. You've lost your marbles. How am I out of the loop on that? You have let yourself down. Oh, here we go. Brian Taylor set to rejoin Triple M. Mate, I know where BT is at all times. <laughs> right now, he's on his way. He's at the at Launceston Airport. He did this nearly a year and a half ago. How have I not caught, cotton on to that? It's disappointing. Status committee, what's he on? Is he on the AW or Triple, Triple M? M? Sheesh. I must say, I don't listen to the radio much. Don't you? When I'm listening to the footy, yeah. Well, see, you're not, you're not in the car anymore. You don't yeah. have a car. Well, I'd put it on. I'd, I'd watch it on TV. Do you not have really. a radio in your hovercraft? No, and I um, uh, I think I listen to SDN more than anything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go with what you love. Are you, what's your, what are you, Flounder from Brunswick? <laughs> yeah. That's you when you call up? Yep. <laughs> so what did you think of Richmond's band? Should they have done it? Because they said that it, it may be ongoing too. It may not just be a one-week deal. Oh, really? Oh, no, yeah. I think it's great. I think I think one of the wonderful things about this week is uh, essentially it's uh, no more. No more. Yep. Uh, you know, stop your stop your claptrap. I mean, I saw the same. I saw the headlines of Sam Newman stuff on the footy show. What he said. Yeah, that was. I didn't read it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it because I go, what's he offering society now? Like, yeah. you just know it's it's just ridiculous. And and so I think it's a uh, it's a great thing that's getting getting conversation going also. And also it's like. We're not going to put up with this shit anymore, mate. Yeah, and it was yeah. good actually on the because after Sam Newman said what he said, that uh, then Beck Madden came out and said, "I completely disagree with you, and this is why it was upsetting." And yeah. it was actually a good counterpoint. Yeah. What did What did Jimmy B Jimmy B do on that panel? Because he was part of it. Was he kind of? Uh, oh, he just said, "You know, we apologise unreservedly." Yeah. No tried- reserve. There was no reserve on his apology. That's how much of an apology it was. So was he trying to separate himself from Newman's views? Too? He did at the end. Yeah. He just said, yeah. "I I can't agree with what you say there." Yeah. Gotcha. And good. so they all they all stepped away from it, which is exactly what they needed to do yeah. but Richmond so they're very serious when they need to be Michael mm-hmm. but you know what you know what you know what clubs need you know when you ha- you've got to have fun don't you oh absolutely it's a long season got to have a laugh yeah and you know who would you say is the biggest the funnest guy down at Richmond Dimmer Dimmer lovely guy yeah happy no joyful no you missed it oh Brett Deledio really yeah oh yeah he uh he, he played a he played a prank he lives down the road from my parents yeah well so we should I mean 
your parents must be in stitches constantly <laughs> with, with lids in the, in the neighbourhood, right? Yeah. He played a prank on Dylan, Dylan Grimes, right? Fucking great prank. Okay. What, what, what would you think is a great prank? Like, if you're a footy club... What do you do? You like I like the one take a where, shit in someone's boots, that no, kind of thing. No, I'd like to. I think I'd like to go skydiving and then push a dummy out and say everything's. <laughs> yeah, okay. So everyone thinks it's fucking hilarious. Oh, the great right? one. There's a great one. There's a kind of prank war on internet. It's like College Humor website or something like that. And, oh um, yeah. And they did one where they pull him out of the crowd at the uh, basketball game. So if you get it in the ring from yep. half shot, it's uh, fifty grand or whatever. Yep. Uh, anyway, he's blindfolded. Uh, they tell the crowd to cheer. So he misses by a mile, yeah. and the crowd just goes fucking mental. <laughs> and so he's jumping up and down, going crazy, and then his mate shows up, and he falls down on the ground and goes, fuck you. That's really good. Yeah. So anyway, well, that, that kind of calibre, that is a good, that's that's a good, a good stitch up. Yep. That's exactly what you need. So uh, Brett Delidio trying to have a, uh, a bit of a prank with Dylan Grimes, younger player at the uh, – and this is what he did. This is fucking great. You'll, <laughs> you might want to put the microphone down because – and if, you, if you're driving and you're listening to this yeah, – pull over. Pull over. Yeah. It's going to be good. So I dipped his car key – in a bit of tuna, just to make it smell like fish. <laughs> Kaka in tuna, Michael. You don't get it. You don't get it, do you? He put his kaka in tuna. Put a kaka in tuna. Yep. And that's his prank. Yeah, it's fucking beauty. <laughs> he put the kaka. Are you understanding me? In tuna. Yeah. Yeah. How good is that? So then he... he like a car key that you start your car with. Yeah. And, you know, tuna. I know tuna. Yeah, and he put the car key... In tuna. In the tuna. And that was his... That's it. His hilarious prank. How good is it? So did Grimes, Grimes notice? Well, the prank didn't work, though, no. see. This is where it fell over. I mean, it's hilarious to this point, but it gets better. Great intentions, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a car key in fucking tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I can barely talk. Unfortunately, oh, it's taking a turn. It was an electronic key, and $800 later, I am paying for his key to be fixed. <laughs> the tuna fucking did a whooshka on DeLids. DeLids. Backfired on He's him. He's $800 out of pocket. That's Get a crowdfunding hilarious. thing going. I mean, we need to fund these kind of pranks yep. down at Richmond. Yeah, absolutely. So, so is that an article? That yeah, like, it's an article on the Herald, on the footy... Like a full article about that. Full article Put on the Herald Sun website. Tuna. Yep. The headline is, what? The joke was on Richmond's Brett Delidio after he tried to prank Tiger Dylan Grimes. It's a long headline. Yeah. <laughs> he put a kake in, in tuna. tuna. No, I got it. I yeah. got it. Oh, fuck, man. That is... That's great. <laughs> I think we're on different levels. I think you're on oh, a lot more than me. Well, I mean, if Jackass was still going... Yeah. Or if they did another film, yeah. I reckon that you can imagine Steve O doing that, putting the car keys. Yeah, like Johnny yeah. Knoxville coming in and going, "Where's my car key?" I reckon. What's I reckon. Car key I reckon like? that's a bit too hot for them. Yeah, okay, it is a bit. Yeah, I mean, you itchy. don't know. You don't know whether the tuna was uh, in brine. Yeah. Spring water. Yeah. Oil. Chili oil. Yeah. Any dolphin in that tuna? We don't yeah, know. exactly. I mean, it's so know. many levels. Yeah, we don't know. Fuck, man. We're gonna. I'd love to have lids on the show, but I, I don't think we'd be able to handle him. <laughs> You put a car key in tuna, Mike. Uh, I'm aware. Yeah, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not sure you, I'm not sure you're getting it. I'm not sure you're getting it. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, there was a weird thing this week with mm. uh, Rusciuto. Oh, the Rue. What's he, what's he up to? Yeah, so essentially he was accused of telling people like Wayne Carey and David King to yeah. talk Josh Jenkins down, to yeah. get his value down. And they say, uh, start to say he's not a $750,000 player. Mm. And then the duck said it on Triple M. Yeah, and um, and King had said it as well. Well, David King said it on. Uh, he did a bit of a stats thing yeah. on the lab on, on Fox Footy. Lab things, yeah. Now, can I just say, he's in a laboratory. You can't. 
You can't fudge facts <laughs> in a lab. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's just facts, mate. He's yeah. saying. And, uh, and David King said... It is funded by the CSIRO. That lab, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, government and, funding. Like NASA, they they watch what happens in the lab and go, "Fuck, exactly. we should we should involve that when next time we send the Challenger into space." Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They they've got to feed some big dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so he can't lie. No, because it's 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 all fact checked. And he was showing the fact that uh, Josh Jenkins got a lot of goals, easy goals in the in the like twenty meter range. Joe the Gooses, mate. He got the Joe the Gooses. Yeah. Can we can we talk about? The old Joe the Goose. Guy. What is what is Joe what the, the Goose? Where did Joe the Goose come from? Not totally sure. I always feel like it's kind of like a Robert Walls kind of term or something like that. Why can't? Why, how is it? Like, why is it Joe the Goose? Why can't it be like Daryl the Swan? Okay, oh, he's got up. a fucking Daryl the Swan out the back there. Joe the Goose. Here we go. I'm looking it up. Looking it up. Looking it up. Because um, it's only come in the last few years, and it's when you get the handball over the top, and you might be in the goal square, and they go, "You got the Joe the Goose." Origin meaning. Okay, looking it up. Um, and do you want to be known as a Joe the Goose kind of player? Like, what if... And should there be another column? Like, you know, in the footy record when you've got goals and behind, should there be a Joe, Joe the, the Goose, Goose. Yeah. column? Yeah, there should be, like, in the goal-kicking tally. Yeah, or, you know, when uh, Fox Footy have that uh, the red and the, and the green for yes. when you're kicking for goal. I want to know how many with Joe the Gooses. Okay, I can't really seem to find an origin. Mm. Um, it's not about politics, mentions Joe the Goose. Who is Joe the Goose? What has he done? I don't know. Joe the Goose sounds like a um, mascot, you know, kind of yeah. like a hawker or something like that. Maybe, maybe there was uh, a mascot that kicked a lot of goals, easy goals, over the top. Yeah, because uh, I mean, he's a mascot. He can't, he can't kind of get upfield too far, so he's going to wait in the goal square, isn't he? Yeah, I can't really seem to find a explanation. The origin might come from the goose that laid the golden egg. Okay, let's have a look at this one. Why they call him Joe? Why not Joseph? If he's laying golden eggs, you figure show him some respect. You figure before formal, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, I can't find anything here. If any junk timers out there know the origins of, of the or if you coined Joe the Goose, let yeah, us know. Yeah, if you're the person who came up with it, yeah. yeah. If you personally know Joe the Goose, yeah, <laughs> send us a picture of you with uh, Jay Goose. Yeah, I mean, how 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 long do geese live? I mean, goose seventy, eighty. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe the Goose. Yeah, okay. Got All right, so we can't find it out. So, but uh, basically what it's they were saying... pretty big accusation, though. And it's a pretty unique way to kind of talk someone's value down as well. Yeah, well, doing it through the media. Doing it through the commentator, yeah. yeah. Um, but he denied it. I think Hutchie uh, put it forward on uh, Footy Classified. He did, indeed. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Mark Rusciuto came out on his show on Triple M and said, I, I didn't do that. I wouldn't... These guys have got their own opinions as if I'd asked them to help me out. Mm. I think he did. And, I think um, Rue controls all Australian media. Yeah, yeah. He's got sure. that kind of power. He's like um, Rupert Murdoch answers to Mark Rashuda. Yeah. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. So uh, Rue is like a, if you're not from Australia, a media magnate, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, he runs, like he owns all the newspapers in Australia. Yeah, essentially. He's kind of like a, a, a Illuminati. Mm. Yeah, kind of runs the world. Yeah, yeah. like, like uh, who, who's the guy that owns uh, CNN? Uh, Ted Turner did. Yeah, there you go, anymore. Ted Turner. So he's, like, bigger than Ted Turner. Yeah. And he um, happened to play footy. Kingy said it was laughable to put that forward. How laughable? Like, as funny as a key and tuna laughable? Nah. Yeah, on a scale of key and tuna, <laughs> said, look, you can't get much better than that. Yeah, absolutely. So fucking... Just under that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe put two keys in tuna. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be fuck, pretty that's... funny. That'd be pretty funny. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> the lids is going off tap. Um, but you know what I also don't like? You know how we've got uh, Joe the Goose? Obviously, we've talked about selling candy mm. and, and your nephew talking about that. I don't like Falcon. 
Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry, Michael. I don't like it. It's a rugby league term uh-huh. that has come in, and I think it was named after a player, wasn't it? Was oh. it Mario Fennick that I'm they not brought sure, that actually. in? And then it's it's come into the AFL vernacular. I don't I don't appreciate it. You get hit in the head with a ball. Why is it a falcon? Isn't it funny too how um, these terms kind of have really just come in the last few years as yeah. well? Like uh, the, the language is constantly evolving. Mm. It's like our kids these days will say versing. So it's like, who are we versing on the weekend? Really? Yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, Hawthorne's versing Carlton on the weekend. Haven't you heard that before? No. Yeah, no, that's, that's a term kids ridiculous. use now too, yeah. What about chaos ball? Do they ever talk about a chaos, you know, just uh, send a chaos ball from, yeah. the, from the middle? Significantly. Yeah, yeah, that comes up all the time. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, There was a chaos ball today uh, up, uh, down in Tasmania. Dwayne Russell loves a chaos he ball. He loves a chaos ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to master, but if you can get the drop punt, if you can get the torp, uh-huh. and then if you can nail the chaos, chaos ball, ball, you'll yeah. go like top ten pick. Yeah, you've got to focus on your skill. You've got to be left foot, right foot chaos ball. Oh, fuck yeah. You gotta be, <laughs> if you can only do right foot chaos ball, oh, no you're, you're no, no good to your team. No hope you get drafted. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Now, mid-season draft. I am against it because I can only see it helping out a team like Hawthorne and I don't want that ever in my lifetime. Why do you think what what players want want to go there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I don't think it'd be a draft. Do you really get that choice? No, but if, if yeah, but see that's the thing. Like if you guys are at halfway point and you've lost, you know you've lost Ruffy, and then mm-hmm. you go, oh, let's let's get another big uh, forward into our team. Yeah, no, that's an idea. Yeah, and then you're a forward who goes, I'm not going to be playing finals this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Like if you're say Jesse Hogan, and you go, you know what? I think I will go to Hawthorne. Yeah. Who can they draft? Can they just draft? Is it just pick whoever you want? Oh, I think they're still trying to work it out. Yeah, because they've had a bit of a brainstorming session. That's where it's come from. But what, are, Gil, what are your thoughts on it? Gil was saying it might happen next year. I think it'd be kind of fun just by the fact it's a bit interesting, you know, and, and players can uh, move around. You get new players in your team. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, you know, I don't Suddenly know. you're booing someone one week, and then the next week you're cheering them. Yeah, see, I don't like that. Yeah. What if I've sent death threats to someone halfway through a season and all of a sudden they're on my team? Yeah, you do that to a lot of people, though. I know, I know. (laughs) That is a blanket uh, thing. But (laughs) you know who it is a boon for? It's Mm. a boon for everyone who works on uh, NAB Trade Radio. Absolutely. Like, I would listen in to NAB mid-season Trade Radio. Mm -hmm. So I think I've changed my mind. Yeah. If it's going to bring in mid-season NAB Trade Radio, Trade Radio, then yeah. I, uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, no, we're always big supporters of Trade Radio. Yeah, here. absolutely. I mean, that, that is my number one station in the off-season. Yeah, Stevie That's J. All I to. Stevie J. Stand up some tweets saying it was stupid. He said, "Ridiculous idea. Solid list management strategy is one of the only competitive arrangements a club can get these days. Mm-hmm. Not to mention how many integrity issues will pop up and the intellectual property a club can be forfeiting mid-year." Hey, that's a really good point, actually, Stevie J. Mm. Yeah, oh, he's a smart I'm, man. I'm he knows his football. I'm against it. Now. You're against it. Yeah, fucking, I'm on it. Yeah. Oh, we've, we've opposites tracked. You know where, <laughs> you know where they could talk about it though, because Gil McLaughlin is having all the coaches over he for is. a dinner. Yeah, for uh, on the house in Paran, which I'm sure if we did a bit of a Google search, we'll be able to find where it is. Yeah, but uh, he's having everybody over for the third year in a row, and um, he's going to make sure that. Uh, Brad Scott doesn't get, come near him. Yep. Uh, yeah, so having everybody over. Now, that would be kind of fun. What, uh, be, oh, do you want... There'd be a little string quartet, wouldn't there? Like, obviously. Yes, yeah, so as you get there. Yeah, yeah. A, a pims on arrival. Mm. Um, and uh, they're quite nice, actually, getting them all hang out. No, do you want everyone there? Do you want Rocket there? Well, I think it'd be annoying, actually, if it's a midweek little venture. So I think it's on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, so Adam Simpson's going to come over. Well, yeah, like, it's a big... Big trip. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be up the front, pointy end of the plane, don't they? Yeah. You yeah go, well, you're fucking paying for this, Gil. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. He pays for it, yeah. Yeah, well, he does. But, yeah, it would be very annoying kind of taking that out of your day. 
Which which coach do you want to hang out with if you're there? Who'd so be a good chat? Obviously, we're going. I reckon Ruizley would be pretty cool. He'd be pretty chilled out. Oh yeah, he'd be he'd pretty happy with life for his. Bolts. Yeah, Bolts. But they got a bit serious this year, Bolts. He's not the fun-loving guy that we remember. Yeah, I know. But you get him out. Get him out of the box. Yeah, sure. It'd be pretty loose. The, yeah. the Scott brothers would just be talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Justin Lepich. I, I actually, I think Leper would be great because he knows he's going. Yeah, okay. So he's just going to be, you know, pissing in sinks. Yeah, yeah. Going through cupboards. Yeah, nothing to know. worry about. Yeah, exactly. Looking yeah. through, you know, going into the bathroom, looking through all of... Uh, uh, medication. Kills, yeah, all yep. his meds. Yeah. See what he's on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think Bucks would be hard work. He's probably not great for small talk. He'd be talk. too intense, wouldn't he? Yeah, he'd be not great for small talk, I think. What yeah. about Woosha? Uh, yeah, Woosha, yeah. Too serious? I feel a bit sad for Woosha. yeah. yeah. A bit lost. Not fun. Yeah. Who else? What about Kenny Hinckley? I mean, you, you know what you'd want to do if oh, you... have got to keep it fucking tidy. Hey? Yeah, I was going to say, if you're the last person to use the toilet roll, yeah. you fucking take that thing off and you make sure that goes in the bin. Hey, a uh, bit of news from Daniel Chick this week, Adam. Oh, yeah? How's Chicky going? Yeah, so Chicky, well, he talks about himself as the third, third person, Good. Chicky. So uh, he uh, met up with uh, Andrew Embley on a golf course. Oh, I had a bit of a bit of a shake my hand. How you doing? Nice to see you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because remember they, they they had a punch on in the boxing ring that's and right. on the massage table. Yeah, gave an uppercut through the hole. Yeah. You can't do that. No other man's getting his glutes worked on. So he told a story about how he's walking along um, Cottesloe Golf Course. Lovely golf walking course. Around there with yep. the dog and his Just partner down there on the beach. And uh, he said uh, a ball came hurtling towards him. He said what transpired was a big slice and the ball came hurtling towards Chicky. Yep. <laughs> Missed him by a metre. He was having a bit of a laugh. Oh, I, I said that's always the case. When you try not to hit something, you always hit the ball that way. Okay, yep. family? I, I, that didn't really make sense. Uh, anyway, then he noticed it was Embers. And so they had a bit of a, bit of a chat. Yeah. What did uh, they talk about? Uh, well, he said uh, Ember spoke to Jody, explaining this was his golf course in mm-hmm. 2009. Chicky was in shock. But preparing to protect himself. There's capital letters all over the place. Yeah, like, right. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty full on. Uh, we smiled, nodded head, heads, and I said, see you at the game in a few weeks. Game with a capital G. In a few weeks, Embers, and they moved on. Cuban Missile Crisis avoided. Chicky and Embers made some peace, I think. Peace with a capital P. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's proper peace. <laughs> it's, uh, it's formal peace. So Interesting that he uh, compares him with the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm. I didn't know that Chicky was so up to date with his uh, Cold War That's a really good point, actually. I don't really uh, pick him as a bit of a kind of, you know, Kennedy file. Yeah. Mm. About the world kind of getting to the crisis. Well, obviously, I mean, every time you're in, inter- in an interview with Chicky, he always brought up uh, Khrushchev, the, yeah. the, the leader of yeah, Russia definitely. at the time. Definitely. He always quoted him. Mm. So I, I guess it makes sense that he's yeah. going to bring up the Cuban Missile Crisis at any Chance. I must say, he has always been strong on American politics. Yeah. In my conversation, when I've when I've been kind of looking for information about this uh, upcoming election, mm, mm. I got cheeky on the speed dial because I go, "Hey, what's uh, how has Hillary polling in Minnesota?" He yeah. gave me the breakdown. <laughs> yeah, you know, age, race, you know, all the backgrounds. Well, I remember the last time we heard of him was when uh, Cuba and America um, they stopped the America stopped the trade ban mm. and. You know, Chicky was over in Havana. Yeah, yeah. Well, Obama went over there and Chicky was there, obviously, on the Yeah, plane. he went yeah. to meet him with uh, Raul yeah. Castro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the tarmac. <laughs> so maybe they're friends. Maybe Chicky's going to go to the uh, reunion. Cause That'd be great. They, they said on the footy show that him and Cousins had not yet confirmed their attendance. Yep. Um, previous commitments. Absolutely. Um, uh, and it's in a bag. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, um, but maybe maybe he'll be going along. Maybe going along. That would be lovely. Yeah. I think. And now all we need to do is get Cuz there, and it's going to be a fantastic reunion. What a fucking party. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Huge. Yeah. You know who I do feel sorry for at the moment, Michael, who's doing it tough. Uh, the Heretia Lumumba. Oh, yeah. Poor dude. You sad about um 
Muhammad Ali. He's grieving. Yeah. He's still grieving about Muhammad Ali's death. And I, I completely get it. Like, I'm still grieving the death of Jeff Fennick's brain. Okay. And I... It just... It sits with me every day. Yeah. And said, I understand what Heredia is going through. I said... Uh, Lumumba said... The boxing legend's death had been the hardest part of his absence from football. Mm. I'm still mourning the loss of the great Muhammad Ali, said the dashing halfback flanker. And, uh, you know, he probably didn't know him, but that's not the point. I mean, right. he's obviously he's probably wearing Everlast gear, so he has an, a, an affiliation with him. It's been a big year for people, though, like Bowie, yeah. Gary Shandling, mm. um, Mr. Land Dion's husband. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that probably that probably hurt the most. Well, that, I think that's why he was late coming back to the to the game. Yeah, actually, actually, uh, I must say, I, I haven't read the whole article. Yeah, yet. okay. It says, uh, long morning, the great uh, loss of uh, Muhammad Ali. It's probably been the most difficult period of uh, time for me. Uh, also, when Renee passed away <laughs> earlier this year, all I can do is think of Celine, Celine and the family. Um, yeah, so he's been in Vegas actually while he's been away because well, he's been remember, supporting, supporting Celine. Yeah, absolutely. Because remember, he ran out with uh, that tape on his arm that he had written on it. My heart will go on. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he... it was a beautiful love story, Renee and Celine. Because you know, when when an elderly man yeah. um, uh, begins uh, managing a fifteen-year-old, um, yeah, and yeah. then eventually they they marry, and it's, yeah, and it's not creepy at all. It's not weird <laughs> no, at all. No, that, no, that's why you'd mourn it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a sad time in your life. Beautiful love story between yeah. um between uh, people who obviously have. <laughs> a couple of issues. Hey, Adam, we, uh, we'll wrap it up shortly, but we've been getting inundated with a bunch of great emails. Hit me, Michael. Can I oh, can I, I haven't talked about my footballer in real life. Can I kick this off? Oh, yeah, go for your life. The Wiz. I did a gig oh, with The Wiz. Why, yes. Kappa, I was doing a gig at the Upper Ferntree Gully Footy Club yep. on uh, Wednesday night, and I didn't know, but The Wiz was on. Uh-huh. So I get there, uh, and Warwick probably wasn't on until about oh, 9.30. And he was there at uh, he was there about quarter past six. So oh, good on him. Gets there early. Prompt. Yeah. Oh, gets a free free meal. Well, he lives in Bowen now. Does he? Yeah, he lives in Bowen. Well, oh, so right. so he said in the interview you know, last year or the year before. Yep. Yeah. So what's he in good form? Did you watch the show? Well, I, I didn't get to see him. I, I had to go to another gig. I'm oh. a very busy man, mate. Yeah. Very busy man. But uh, at the start, when they the MC was talking about who was going to be on, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, you know, we're going to be joined by uh, Paul Puopolo and Luke Bruce. Yep. No, uh, Liam, Liam Shields. Shields. Sorry, Liam Shields. And then he said, uh, and of course uh, Warwick Kappa. And then one of the players from the club stood up and said, Akepa. And then Warwick stood up and did the two fingers up. Oh, yeah, right. I'm yeah, fucking right. the, the Wizards here. And so I, I did my spot, yep. and then the Wiz was uh, heading outside. I'm not sure whether he's going out for a dart, mm-hmm. get another drink, whatever he was going to do. And I said, can I please get a photo with you, Warwick, because I yep. put up on the, uh, on the Junk Time uh, Twitter feed. And then he said, yeah, no worries. And he said, oh, you were really funny. I enjoy gutter humour too. Oh, really? So, uh, no, I, he said, I, I enjoy gutter humour too. <laughs> uh, and I was like, um, how's Get Fucked out, mate? No, no. no. I'm not gutter, mate. I'm very intelligent well, with my comedy. Yeah, well. I mean, I'm not. Key and tuner. No, no, funny. not that kind of sophistication. No, no, not at all, but I'm pretty fucking yeah. funny. Um, great emails this week from, uh, this is a blast from passage from G. Um, about 20 years ago, I was on a train in Adelaide. Ticket inspector came around and asked everyone to tickets. The bloke op- opposite me said, I don't have one. The inspector looked at him and said, Yeah, you're all right, mate. It was Mad Dog Robbie Muir. It was, probably, it was probably in his best interest not, not to find him. Hitting him up for a uh, ticket. Yeah. yeah. Um, football in real life. Kieran, Shane Mumford at an auction in Roselle. Oh, mummy, um, big mummy. Put up a big bid. Uh, Stevie J on a ferry from Circular Key to Balmain on a Friday with his mum. 
Oh, lovely. How sweet. Happy to talk footy, and which bar can be reached with a talk from the golf square at Spotless? So he's aiming for something behind the goals. Oh, that's nice. Phil Davis at Cafe Berlin in Balmain. So a bunch of people around the Balmain area. Okay, so yeah. I guess because it's sort of heading out west, it's starting to get out west, isn't it, Balmain? I suppose so. So maybe rather than having to cross the bridge, you're already on your way to Spotless. We've got another one here. This is not a football in real life. This is more of an anecdote Yep. Uh, from Ryan. Today I was on the train home from a Brisbane Lions coterie do wearing my suit and Fitzroy scarf. I was on the Hertzbridge line on my way home and a gentleman wearing a Collingwood beanie and jacket sat next to me. Lovely. I was listening to Junk Time on my phone and mm-hmm. the gentleman struck up a conversation. Yous blokes beat North last night, eh? I replied, nah, mate. I go for Brisbane. Richmond has us tomorrow. The gentleman then said, Fuck, use cancer. Fuck, eh? <laughs> I replied, We are bad, but Richmond are Richmond, so who knows? Confused old mate ass. Who are you listening to? I said, Junk Time Podcast. Adam Rosenbach and Michael Chamberlain talking shit about football. The Collingwood supporter looked at me like I was talking another language <laughs> and was somehow shocked, stood up and changed seats before getting off the train at West Richmond. Every time he looked at me, he shook his head. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, guys. He's taken me from a toothless Collingwood scumbag. Well, that's strong. Uh, confused <laughs> about technology and the team I support. What a charming gentleman, eh? Well, I mean, I, I'd like to think that we appeal to those kind of people. They're, they're my people. Yeah. And yep. I'm disappointed that he got off the, the train yep. to... Uh, Rob someone. We should get him on the show. West yeah. Richmond. You don't get me people getting off at of Richmond. West Richmond. No. Um, here's another one. Now, footballer in real life on LinkedIn. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. So this is from Ben. Um, so he wanted us to have a look into uh, Mark Zanotti. Oh, the man our, our famed Brisbane studios are named after. Yeah, yeah. So he found him on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. And he lists himself as an inventor. So Mark Zanotti. Want, yeah. So we wanted to know uh, what the... Um, what 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 he invents? So I've looked up the the link, Mark Zanotti. Would, would you put him down as the first kind of man bun kind of dude? Yeah, actually, I reckon. Yeah, early on. So yeah. I think Bryce Gibbs owes him a little bit. A little bit. Uh, he runs um, Zanotti Landscaping. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh In Melbourne, not a lot of landscapers do a lot of inventing, do they? No, but he does. He got a, got his uh, thing. Event inventor designer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he worked on various safety solutions and natural cosmetic products. Mm-hmm. So natural suppose, cosmetic products. Yeah, so I suppose, is that makeup? So, yeah, I suppose you are inventing, hey? Well, you're creating. I yeah. don't know about inventing. Creating. I don't know. Like, you just, you're not in, he's not making, like, makeup exists. But the wonderful thing is mm. when you look, uh, you look at Mark's um, LinkedIn, yeah. you also see the other people who are in his world. Yeah, okay. So, Ozzy Jones. Excellent. Um, David Burke, played for Richmond. Yeah. Uh, Brad Scholl. Oh, yeah. Johnny Blakely. How's the North Melbourne connection come into it? Did Zanotti play at North? I, I think, think he, he might have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. There you but go. either way, not, not just all North people. Dale Kickett. Yep. Um, uh, Jared Malloy. Oh, yeah. Earl Sporting. Oh, Earl Sporting. What's Earl Sporting up to now? Let's have a look. <laughs> oh, no, it's nothing. That's a shame. Um, he doesn't need to do anything, mate. He kicked a great goal in the uh, 95 grand final. Let's look up Jared Malloy. What's Jared Malloy up to? Jared Malloy, owner, Seven Wood, Propriety Limited. Uh, he was a junior football coach for a little while, wasn't he, Jared Malloy? Maybe. Yeah. Seven Wood. Do you reckon that'd be a golf thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have um, a Seven Wood, though? Paul Williams. Oh, yeah, former Sydney Swans Collingwood champion. Yeah. General manager at uh, CSG Limited. Mm-hmm. And loves his insurance. There's a whole world of, of footballers in real life here, man. Yeah. We can find out what they're doing. Actually, on his LinkedIn, he actually links his... He actually lists his playing career. So he's like 10 years player at, you know, Collingwood, six years at Sydney, 
No, go back to Mark Zanotti, though. Oh, okay. I want to know what he's invented. Mark like, Zanotti. did he come up with, like, the... Did he invent, like, the, the Prius? The, there's not a huge amount of info on Mark Zanotti. Mm. He did... Uh, he went to Edith Cowan University, bachelor's degree in accounting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, so he's wait, a landscaper wait a slash a accounter. Interests... Singer in our band, Frankie Z and the Face Eaters. Mark Zanotti is a singer in a band. All right, we need to go see <laughs> this band. So what, do we know whether... Can you Google the band? Okay, let me look it up. Frank, okay. Frankie, Frankie Z. So this, people, uh, is you guys listening to live stalking. Essentially. Yeah. Okay, Frankie Z and the Face Eaters. Yep. Uh, Mark Zanotti comes up as the uh, first link. Oh, of course. Um, uh, it's, that's the only link I have. Yeah, so there's no more information. Fuck. I need to know where they're playing next. Because they, they could play... They should have played at Capapalooza. Yeah, true. There's missed opportunities. Why don't they play, like, on grand final day? We don't need Meatloaf. We no. don't need Lionel Richie. No, we don't need fucking... Uh, we need Mike Frankie Brady. Z and the, and the what? Frankie. Don't need Mike Brady. No. No. Oh, fuck him. What Frankie Z. And the... Face Eaters. And the Face Eaters. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why wouldn't you get them back? Yeah. No, we've got to make a, another junk time campaign, get them on the big stage. Yep. Yeah. None of this bullshit. Fucking. Well, when we go to when we go to Gills on Tuesday night, yeah, we'll, we'll bring them. it up. Yeah, we'll bring it up. No, okay, we just had a quick chat about uh, Grand Final Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, we got a little lead on a, a <laughs> hip little groovy band <laughs> yep. that I think you might like. What are they called? Are oh, they called uh, Frankie Z and the Face Eaters? <laughs> uh, you might remember this guy, Amak Zanotti. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll, I'll talk like that. Yeah, the whole good. Time, no, so. that, that'd be really really pleasant for him. So keep on sending in the emails about the footballers in real life and branch it out too if we want to go historical. You know, you're more than welcome to. Oh yeah, yeah. Back in the day, that'd be great. And uh, we're going to be junk time a for pod at Gmail. We are going to be junk time a for pod on Twitter and Facebook, and we're going to be doing a live show as well, Adam, aren't we? Absolutely, in the buy round before the finals. Yeah. So set yourselves. You won't you won't miss any football. Yeah. We're going to have some huge guests. It's going to be great. So that will be September fourth. Yeah. We're going to kind of confirm the uh, the venue and the like and stuff like that. But uh, giving you. A Fair warning. Mm. Now I'm not going to be here for the next few weeks. No, you and uh, I believe Joe Watson has started baristering. Yes. So there was a tweet that I saw during the week, mm. and it was a, a reporter for SEN, I think. Yep. And he was holding up a coffee that he said that Job had made for him. So now I've got a lead on where where he might be. Yep. There, there was no confirmation of that. In it's that in tweet. Brooklyn, isn't it? Or is it in Manhattan? It's Manhattan. Okay. It's the word I've got. All right. So I, I, I'm going to land there on, well, Thursday our time. Yep. So by Friday, I'll have seen Joe. Okay. <laughs> You're going straight from JFK. I'm keeping a lookout. Yeah, good. Yeah, so good, we're going to spot him down. Where yeah. are you staying in New York? Uh, it's about 39th Street. Okay, so you're in Manhattan. Yeah. Okay, great. So, so uh, essentially, you could see Job every day. Oh, dude, if I can, if I see where he is, I'm yeah. going there every day. Yeah, great, yeah, great, absolutely. and get a photo with him every day. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's going to be enormous. Yeah. If you do have any any leads over there of where you might be, uh, send it to the email. But uh, yeah, we've got we've got two saying the same place. Yeah, cool. So I think that might be. All right, so you're going to be. Is it going to be? Uh, you will be doing the show from Joe Watson Studios. Is that what we're hoping? Um, Mason Cox Studios. It's yes, America. Mason Cox. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. good call. Good yeah. call. Yeah, but uh, anyway, keep the chair warm for me, Adam. Okay, I will. And don't mind putting fucking cakes in the tuna. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week. Go Hawks. Go Blues.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.